0: Welcome to Sportsbeat KC, the Kansas City Star's daily sports podcast. It's Wednesday, September 22nd, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. We'll hear from the Chiefs today. It's the first time players have spoken since Sunday's loss to the Baltimore Ravens, and we get breakdowns from Patrick Mahomes and defensive tackle Jaron Reed. Also, you'll hear from Andy Reed, and as you might imagine, the defense was a primary topic with his weekly meeting with reporters. Hey, before getting started, I have a programming note for you. Our weekly Chiefs Sports Beat Live, which starts at 9.30 a.m. on Thursday, will move to the same time on Friday. So on that day, we'd love for you to join us with your questions and comments and join in the conversation with Herbie Tiope, Bahrigorian, and Sam Mellinger. The show will become a Sports Beat KC podcast later in the day this isn't a one-off. We'll see how Friday works for us over the next several weeks. We figured the closer to the game and the more coaches and players we hear from, the better for us and for you. On Thursday, you'll hear from our college beat writers, Kellis Robinette, Jesse Newell, and Lila Bromberg. As we discuss the weekend games, all the area teams, KU, K-State, Mizzou, hit the road this weekend. Okay, so let's get going on the Chiefs. First up, Patrick Mahomes. I
1: haven't been used to Losing a game in September, right? Mm-hmm. How do you have you seen? You haven't seen it when, probably a whole bunch yet this week. But attitude-wise, kind of trying to come back and jump back on. What have you seen from the
2: guys? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody's ready to go. Um, we we lost a, a really good football to a really good football team, and, a, and it was a really good football game. Um, but it's still a long season, and uh, we got an AFC West opponent, a great football team coming into coming into town. So you got to kind of turn the page and move on to the next opponent. You
1: guys. We're taking everyone's best shot last year, obviously. We're mm-hmm. trying to run it back and go back to the Super Bowl. Did it feel even different this last last week with full stadium and the fans all there, too?
2: I mean, this is going to be
1: kind of like that all year, right? Everyone's gunning for you guys, and the fans added on top of it, I think, probably make it even more difficult.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's there's really nothing better than that. I mean, just be able to go into an environment like that, Uh, the fans are into it Uh, they're giving you your best their best shot obviously and you have to go out there and and be great you have to go out there and find a way to win and uh, it builds you uh, for an entire season that hopefully you can find ways to win those games and so that when you get to the playoffs you're ready to to play against everybody. Patrick I
1: know you're locked in on the defense but your counterpart Dustin Herbert what do you like about his game
2: that you see? Yeah I mean his arm talent I mean is is crazy I mean the way he's able to throw some of these throws uh, it's kind of like when you throw it you're like I don't I don't know if that's a good throw, and then he's, he's always hitting it perfectly in there, so it's always a great throw. So uh, he's uh, someone that has a lot of talent. Um, he's learning more and more as he gets in this league, and whenever you can have success without having the knowledge, uh, usually when you start getting more and more knowledge, you get even better. Do you see any similarity
3: between your game and his game
2: at all? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a he's a big guy. He's a little bit bigger than I am, um, but he's, he's a big guy. He, can, he has a strong arm, and he can move around. Um, so, I mean, he definitely does it in his own way, um, but uh, he has a lot of success doing it.
4: Patrick, after the, the Ravens game, I'm sure you were cognizant of all the good things you did, but, but I also know you spent a lot of time looking at what went wrong. What, what, do you, what do you think about on the interception, and what else do you wish you had back?
2: Yeah, I mean, on the interception, I think it's just the time of the game that I, I did it. I mean, a lot of times I'll try to make those throws and, and get them, usually can get them in there. Uh, I, I kind of came out of my hand uh, weird when he kind of wrapped me up and, and spun me. Um, but uh, yeah you just can't do that at that time of the game just do the check down punt the ball trusting your defense to, to get the stop and that's how you win football games. Is there
4: anything else that stood out to you that I mean I'm sure you always wish you had a couple plays back but anything else in particular you learned from looking back?
2: Yeah I mean I thought I did a lot of good things um, in the game I thought the offense did a lot of good things um, I, I think uh, trying to find ways to, to get Tyreek involved more whenever he's he's getting that double coverage I know it's hard and we, we trust other guys to go but uh, uh, it's it's usually good when you get the ball in, the ball in his hands and so so uh, well, we'll, we'll continue to work on that as I'm sure more teams will try to double cover him. Um, guys will step up and we'll find ways to get him the ball when we can. You guys
5: have, have struggled a little bit running the ball. Uh, what are you, seeing, you know, from, from your point of view where you are?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's really close. Uh, if you look at every run play that we have, it's just one thing here, one thing there. As a full unit, as offense, um, it's not not just office line, it's maybe the receivers or the running back. It's, it's kind of a, a full thing. And I think when you have new guys, that stuff tends to happen. Um, but I think as the season goes on and people get a real good feel for each other on the offensive line and with the receivers and tight ends and the running backs, I think that that, that will pick up and we have the guys to do it, so I'm sure it will. When those, those plays are
4: called in the, in, in the huddle, are you still able to go up there? If you see something different with the defense, audible out of it, uh, you know, in case, for example, you know, the, the last play that took place before was, was that something that you, you would have been comfortable
2: out of out of? Out of, out of? Yeah, I mean, I, Coach Reed gives me the, the keys to kind of do anything I wanted, uh, want to uh, out there. I mean, as long as it's in the, along the lines of the offense. And uh, we were in good position um, to, to hopefully have one more run kind of spring through or one more play kind of spring through. And that run had been working for us well. And I mean, the dude just made a heck of a play at the end of the day. He kind of got through, the, got through barely split, and just threw his hand out there and it hit, hit directly on the football. So, I mean, they have good football players too, and they may play sometime.
4: And when Tyreek was, like you said, he was a double cover most of the time, how does that make you feel, you know, confident-wise that you're able to depend on McColl and DeMarcus when they're making those catches to count on them a little bit more often to get them more passes to keep them involved in the game?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've always been confident in those guys. I mean, I see the work that they put in. I see the talent that they have. Uh, I mean, obviously we have these great talents with with Travis and Tyreek that are all-time talents, and so we get them the ball and let them make plays, but... Uh, we got guys all across the all across the board that can make plays on this team, and you saw it with plays like Pringle made, plays like D-Rob made, and then you've seen the 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 plays that McColl's made all season long or in the last few seasons. So we have talent everywhere. It's about um, getting them the ball in space and letting them go. You guys a more
4: dangerous team when Pringle's getting involved, when DeMarcus is getting involved.
2: It, it, it just puts defenses in, in binds. I mean, obviously they want to try to take away Travis and Tyreek as much as possible uh, just because of the consistent success that they've had for the last five, six 20 years for Travis so I mean it's a uh, it's, it's a thing where you when you have other guys that can make plays happen it puts them in a kind of predicament Do we do we want to double cover both of them or and leave these guys on islands or if, do we want to play our defense and, and and do what we do and so having the ability to get, get it to everybody and they can all break it to the, for a touch on every single play is definitely something that will help the offense the
5: flow is a lot more smooth when, when guys are all getting involved and having fun you feel that way?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the best thing about this team is everybody en- enjoys everybody else's success. And if you look at plays like the the Pringle touchdown, I mean, Tyreek's been double-covered the whole game, hadn't been getting the ball as much as usual, and he's down there making the block to get him into the end zone. And that just speaks to the type of guys that we have in this locker room. It's not about who gets the stats. It's about trying to find a way to win the football game, and we're all going to play for each other at the end of the day. And as specifically, you know, what does he give you as a target? What does he provide that him that's a little bit different from the other guys? He's obviously a very physical receiver. I mean, you see how he does on special teams and, and, and things like that. But it, he makes those tough catches. But I think y'all saw. I mean, he's fast. And they can go. And he can run when he's in space. And so um, he he's he's come along a lot of these last few years of learning the offense um, and getting getting himself a role in this offense. And now that he'll get more and more opportunity, I'm sure he'll make more and more plays. Some teams are
5: trying to adjust Patrick to what you guys do. Travis after the game said he felt like the Ravens blitzed less and didn't, you know, less man coverage than maybe you guys anticipated. Do you see that that might be a trend coming for you guys that more teams may blitz less and you may have to operate in sort of that sort of um, situation?
2: Yeah, but I think... um I mean, I'm sure it'll be a little bit. I mean, off, you look at the Super Bowl, and that was kind of the, the last year. That's what kind of what, what kind of caught us off guard, and we, we didn't adjust quickly. And I think you see now that we've we've gotten to a point now where we can make it in-game in adjustments really quickly and be able to go out there and still have success. Um, and I think you saw that. I mean, we definitely had a lot of man beaters in because they're they a man coverage team. Um, but right when we saw that it was going to be a lot of zone, a lot of different types of zones, we made those adjustments and we, we were able to still go out there and have some success. Patrick, how does that Derwin when
0: James, 33, being back in the lineup change what the Chargers maybe do defensively a little bit?
2: Yeah, I mean, he's one of a kind player. So whenever you have him out there, I mean, he can play the deep safety or literally be at the line of scrimmage just as good. And uh, you don't get players like that all the time that can literally do it all. Um, and uh, he's a special player that you have to account for on every single play. Are they a dangerous
3: team? If you read the stuff out there, they, they think
0: this is a
2: massive, massive game for them. Yeah, I mean it's AFC West, so it's gonna—it's gonna definitely be a massive game. If you look across the AFC West in general, we have a lot of really good football teams, and so every single one of these games that we play against each other is going to be extremely important. And uh, we understand that. Um, and they have a lot of a lot of playmakers that are healthy, that are ready to go, and I'm, I'm sure they want to—they want to win. Patrick,
1: there was a. Clip after the game, a viral clip. Your brother getting yelled at mm-hmm. by some fans and dump some water. And you talked to him about that. And you what
2: know, stands there? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's something that we don't want to necessarily do. Um, there was things said to him and Brittany that that you don't see kind of on on the clip. Um, but I mean, he's he's been good at it at, at not trying to respond to that stuff. He takes a lot, and uh, and he's usually pretty good at it, and he'll learn from it and uh, just try to stay away from those people as best he can
5: you got to know it's early, but the defense seems like they've been struggling a little bit uh, the first two games. Does that put anything, like as far as in your hands, is that you have to go out and just outscore teams to win?
2: No, I mean, I, I have, like, like I talked to all my receivers, I have full trust in that defense. I mean, we got players out there um, that, that have made plays for us for a couple years now. We have a lot of talented guys that, that are, are interjoined in that, in that kind of group of guys. And, and with Spags running that show and the history that he's had of, of coaching up defenses, I'm sure that they'll continue to get better. We'll continue to get better as offense. And hopefully we can peak at the right time during the season uh, that we can make another run at it.
1: Well, pretty well so far against y'all. It's really good rushing teams. What sort of things have you been working on to, to stop that? And is this something you think that when people teams around the league will try to do more of that, tell you guys do stop
6: it? Yeah, well, uh, our first two games we played you know, two really complex run teams, you know, they're very good at what they do. Um, they did a lot of complicated schemes, but you know, we gotta get back to the drawing board, go back to practice, tackle well, tear off blocks, and, you know, just get back to the drawing board and just get better. I
4: know you all Probably be hitting the day. What, I mean, what are you hoping to take from it? I mean, there's only so much you can obviously do in the past, but what are you hoping to get back to fundamentals when it comes to the past? Yeah,
6: basic fundamentals, you know, tearing off blocks. Like I said before, you know, wrapping off, it's now tearing off blocks, you know, just get going, you know, get back to the basics of football, get back to what we do. Darren, injury. Reid I said some of the problems defensively it just been a mindset thing. Better in the second half, just need to improve that.
1: What kind of message do you think that sends to the defensive line room and then really the defense as a
6: whole? Oh, you know, he looks at us, you know, to play great. You know, we got to step up to that challenge. Um, we got to take that upon ourselves each and every day. Uh, we got to start out fast. We got to start out physical. You know, we just got to keep going. Has jumped out
5: to you playing alongside your new teammates that you're still sort of getting adjusted to, or does it feel like it should feel early in the season?
6: Um, no, we're not where, uh, where we want to be yet. You know, still fairly new, all of us playing together. Um, you know, we got a long way to go. You know, we got, what, 15 more games, you know, plus playoffs. I'm pretty sure we'll be there. You know we just uh we can get better as we go you know we're not gonna hold our heads down we're gonna keep getting better each and every day um keep working stop and run and you're gonna rush the pass to get some sacks what
4: kind what's of problems the, what's the the mood like you know with the defensive line when you already getting beat at the line of scrimmage like that tour obviously when you're safety you're making the tackles and stuff like that that the line you know running backs and they're getting plays past you off
6: oh you know we're not holding our head down about it you know we know we gotta be better um, that's what we're going to do, you know, we're getting back to practice to we'll do that and we're going to come. We're going to strike you off blocks and uh, each game will get better. Is there anybody else you're going to face
1: that can do to you what Lamar Jackson does?
6: Um, I, I think he's one of a kind in the league, you know. Uh, he's a real special talent. Uh, he was obviously MVP of the league for a reason. Um, he's special at what, uh, what he does, you know, but that's behind us now, you know, we're moving forward. Based on
1: your, your change study, why does Austin
6: Eckler present such a challenge to, to defend here? Uh, you know, he's a total three down back, you know, he can run the ball well. He can catch the ball in the backfield, they can get in the ball with screens. I'm pretty sure they're gonna try to get the ball to him, you know, based off what we put on film for the past two games. But you know, we got to focus on the whole, whole team as well. And you know, just get, get to the game plan and get going.
4: Jeremy, last year with the Seahawks, you guys gave up some points early in the season, kind of turned that around toward the end. What What's the key to getting this kind of thing turned around in the middle of the season?
6: Uh, well, you know, just keep going and, you know, you got to get better each and every day and it's going to start with practice, you know, you got to practice to prepare for the games and you know, we got to prepare, you know, we got to come in, we got to be physical, you know, we got to stop and run, we got to tear our blocks, we got to make tackles, you know, it's going to take all 11 of us as a defense.
4: Was there a big adjustment in the first game? You didn't have Frank Clark or Tyron Matthews to the second game. Did you Did you feel or did you see a big difference? Uh, with, with the way the defense
6: played in those two games, yeah, uh, you definitely want those guys on the field. Um, they're great guys, great guys to play with. Especially having Tyron back there in the back end, you know, having Frank down the edge, you know, it's definitely giving us advantage. So now we got to put it all together and have a complete defense. Tyron
5: talked a lot about the communication. I know it's more, you know, prevalent on the back end, but how do you feel like communication is between all 11 guys?
6: Uh, we definitely have to communicate better. That's uh, one thing we definitely talked about. And uh, we're going to pick up on that. You know, we're still fairly new to each other. are still feeling each other out. But, you know, as each game going, I think that's going to get better as well with everything else. How mad are you guys at your performance over these last two games, especially when you look at the tape as a group? Uh, you know, we're pissed off. You know, it's not to our standards. And uh, we have very high standards. And um, trust me, uh, we're definitely going to get on that, get down. And uh, just keep going, man. We got to keep our heads up. We don't get down on nothing. You know, we know who we are and we're gonna stand on that.
1: What what's the intensity like? You guys played last year. Sometimes we were some fans, sometimes we weren't fans. Now you're on this team that had been to two straight Super Bowls. I mean, it obviously meant a lot to Baltimore because they hadn't beaten the Chiefs for a while, but you guys gotta be ready for that every single time you go on the road with full houses and that big target on the on the Chiefs backs.
6: Yeah, you know, we gotta expect we're gonna get uh each team the very best. Uh just cause what the Chiefs had done the past few years. So when teams come in here, it's they're super bowl to them. So, you know, we just got to stay grounded and we got to take each game as that, you know, we got to take each game as we will get the team's best and we got to step up to that challenge and we got to play that much better. With the red zone issues that you guys have had, anything that you've sort
5: of seen on tape that, you know, you can improve on and just how much of you guys as a collective group looking forward to sort of changing that that issue so far?
6: Yeah, we just got to get off. We got to make the plays. We got to make the plays in the red zone, man. Preferably we got to stop the run right there. Um, you know, it's been, it's been put out there on film the past two games.
5: Got your happy price, price
0: Priceline. Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners. Unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Stars award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site. And it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at 50 bucks, unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash SportsBeatKC offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening.
3: We've got a couple of things. Uh, Clyde um, has a little bit of sickness. Um, these guys are gonna practice as they can here. Uh, Blake Bell's ankle, was uh, he's got a slight ankle sprain, but he's gonna do some stuff. Hitch um, uh, is also gonna do, do some stuff. He had a little bit of a surgery for these little deals that he had in here that minor surgery and we're just letting him heal up there, but he's gonna go out and do some stuff. Chris Jones, um, hurt his wrist, um, naughty with a hip uh, flexor strain. Um, anyways, all these guys are gonna give you, give you something out there. They're gonna go through and and work. We look forward to the challenge of playing, um, the chargers. They, they got a good, uh, they've got a good football team, obviously. And they've made, uh, some changes, not only with their coaching staff, but also with bringing in some players and. And so, uh, had a chance to look at my film, and they're doing a doing a great job. So, playing, so we'll uh, start our preparation uh, today and get our, get ourselves ready to go. With that Andy, just to clarify, Clyde, um, he's not
4: practicing
3: today. No, all those guys are gonna. Oh, yeah, practice. yeah. As of right now, I mean, that's what I got for you.
1: The kitchens went, with sort of. Circuits.
3: Yeah, it's not. It was just a, these little fatty, fatty tissue things. It, it's nothing there.
0: Andy, we've been um, asking you a lot about you brought up the tackling obviously after the and we are asking you a lot about the,
4: how hard is it to work on that during the season I'm just curious like do you find those kind of fundamental things are they at a lower level at all now with the they're not
0: that new but the practice restrictions that you have do you
3: find yeah uh, no, I listen i I mean things have changed since I've been in the league I was just saying uh, but, but I no we, we've just we've got to work you know we got to do a little better job with our angles and and uh, wrapping up, eyes up, all those things. But we can get that taken care of. The things that we need to get done, we can, we can do. You saw it in the second half, it got better. So we just got to do it in the first half and uh, as we go. I'm sorry, but I yeah. just mean like
4: league-wide. Do you see a difference
3: at all? Yeah, well, the last couple of years have been, I, you know, I said it was COVID the year before, but uh, we had more, you know, we had similar restrictions this year. So, you know, it's a game of blocking and tackling. If you don't practice it enough, then... You know, you're going to have some misses. And, and we don't have, yeah, you don't have as much time. I'm not, I mean, that's what it is, though. So I'm not complaining about it. I mean, that's just the reality of it.
0: Coach, Willie Gay, uh, this is, <laughs> if you do a short-term into reserve, obviously this is third the third week. Uh, how has his recovery process been, in your opinion, and how optimistic are you that he could probably return to the
2: lineup next week?
3: Yeah, so he's uh he's done a nice job with it been very diligent with it, and he's getting there. I mean, he's getting he's getting close. So we'll just uh, I mean, that literally is day by day as we go here, especially down the stretch with this. So you know, we'll just see how he does here as he goes forward. But he's doing a nice job with it. And just,
5: just for clarification, did did Anthony get this habit surgery on Monday or yesterday?
3: Monday. Monday. Yeah. Now listen, I mean, it was like an in and out deal. It's not. Don't don't take it wrong. It wasn't like just this is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: As we, you see the Chargers and what, what they've moved for you. The young quarterback, you get, saw him fresh out of the gate last year when he didn't even know he was going to play. You saw him late last year when you guys weren't even playing your real team. What sort of progression have you seen him make in their offense? He's got a new coach. How much different do they look now under under the new coach and, and just his advancement as a player?
3: Yeah, he. Um, I think he looks tremendous. He's done a nice job. So uh, He did a nice job against us just stepping in, and he's grown since then, so... He's a good football player. He's great for the league, you know, and great competition for us.
4: Given the, the <laughs> training that Jay, Willie Gay did have, what do you think you've been missing uh, from the defensive point of view with him not playing so far?
3: Yeah, I mean, Willie's a good player. I, don't, I mean, that's a tough question because the guys that are playing are good players, and he's a good player, and so the more you have in there, you know, the better chance you have of being better, right? So uh, I would say, uh, you know, I would leave it at that. Um, you start comparing, and then I'm telling you that the other guys aren't good. I mean, you could take that two different ways. And I don't I and mean, that's not where I'm at. You know, obviously, from week one to week two, what type
4: of improvements did you see from the rookie linemen? Like, you know, that they, that I guess when you went back and watched on film against Cleveland, that they improved and did better against Baltimore.
3: Yeah, listen, I think that Baltimore front's a good front. Um, and I thought they did a pretty nice job of that. So we've got we've got some room to improve. Uh, we've got to take care of some business in the run part of it. and But uh, the pass protection, I thought they did a nice job of protecting Patrick, uh, you know, for the most part and you know, for young guys. I mean they they threw some stuff at him and they handled it. And,
4: and to do a point, when you go back and you see the film, especially in, in Sunday night's game, there's clips floating online, you see some of the real aggressive, you know, like traits Smith. they choose violence when they when they pass like I mean, what do you what do you say to them or or, or what type of words or whisper or anything yeah. you give
3: them to keep, keep that up? Yeah, well it's important. I mean he he he's an aggressive kid and uh when he plays and you know, he's just got to keep building uh, the other parts of it along with it, and he will. I mean, he's wired that way. So he, he's a you know, he's got a chance to be a good football player down the road here. Andy, what is it you
4: see from Sorensen that he's kind of the up <clears throat> down guy, and maybe not so much from Thornhill, where he's still the, the part-time guy?
3: Yeah, so I think both are good players, and um, both have their their space to play. And you know, Spags kind of works him in the way he sees fit on it. Uh, you know, Dan obviously. He's got his qualities, and, and uh, Juan's got his qualities. So uh, we try to use their strengths best we can. Thirty-three uh,
1: Derwin James is back in the mix for them this year. In your tape eval, Just feel like he picked up right where he left off. And he yeah, left no, he's
3: off. playing. He's playing real good football right now. Yeah, yeah, he's a heck of a player. Smart, makes our calls. Good player. Good cover guy. Good tackler. Frankie, I played much of preseason. Well, he didn't play preseason at all. First game. How do you think he played in this first game back then? Frank. Now? Yeah, Frank did a, actually did a, a decent job in there. So, especially having not played, I mean, I thought he, he held his own, did a couple of good things. He'll, he'll get better here the more he plays. So, he gets, gets his win down and everything. He'll be, he'll be better off.
5: Things like things are going to force you to try to run the ball, beat them with the run. Uh, as, as, the, as the season progresses, what kind of problems do you see that happen for
3: you guys? Yeah, so, well, we've got a couple zone teams, and there are opportunities to throw it, too. I mean, we had a couple of yards throwing the ball. If that, that was the intention, that didn't, you know, that didn't get done. But I'm, on the other hand, we got to do a better job running the ball. You know, we got to get take care of business, there.
5: And what issues are you seeing? Is there something specific that you put your finger
3: on? Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 the targets are spread out the way they Byron and Demarcus and the, the guy just had more opportunities
3: yeah. in game two than game one. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's a tribute to those guys and how they how they handled that. I mean, they did a nice job with it. So if they're going to roll coverage to 10, you know, then you have opportunities there. So, Coach, uh, the Chargers allowed almost 200 rushing yards against the Cowboys. Uh, does that give you some optimism that this week you can get, you know, Clyde and the, the run game going? A good opportunity for that? Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, we'll, we'll just play it by ear as we go there. We'll run it, you know, but we also want to be able to throw it. So I think the better you can do both, the better off we'll be. Coach, uh, uh, back here. Uh, you know how it is after a loss, especially for a fan base that's used to winning. Then the,
0: the sky is falling. When you look at this football team, what makes you feel best about it? Where do you feel best and strongest
3: about? It? Yeah, well, I think we'll get things worked out as people perceive. You know, look at the defense, and uh, that'll work itself out. Uh, they're hard workers, good locker room, so on, good coaches. And then offensively, I think we we've, we've got to keep improving in some areas, and we'll do that in the seasons, season. We haven't lost a lot, and so you get a loss, and it's the end of the world. And we got to, you know, go back to the drawing board, make sure we get things straightened out, and work on those things. But uh, not the end of the world. Byron Pringle's been very productive for the first couple of games and some limited opportunities. How is he different
4: than he was a year ago? And what are the opportunities for him to kind of grow that role going forward?
3: Yeah. So, well, I mean, he's been doing good all the way through camp, and you know, he stayed healthy here, and. Um, you know, knock on wood there. I mean, he's done a nice job with that and worked hard to get the opportunities that he's had. So I, I think the more he plays, the better it will be. He'll just keep growing. there.
0: That'll do it for today. Thanks to our Sportsbeat KC production staff of Beth Welsh, Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, and Chris Pickett. Links to stories about the Chiefs can be found in the show notes and on KansasCity.com. Hey, I wanted to call your attention to something new. It's called the Morning Sports Edition you know about the Stars E-Edition, that's a replica of the printed newspaper on your screen that comes with your digital subscription, well now, here is an updated sports section produced separately that goes along with it. When you open the E-Edition, there's a box in the upper right hand corner, click on that and you get access to a sports page, or several pages, that includes the late afternoon and evening news, maybe you get a link in your email, but either way, it's access to a complete coverage of the previous day's sports news, features, statistics, everything. It's fantastic, especially as baseball season winds down. Okay, also wanted to remind you of the programming change. We're moving Thursday's Beat Live with the Chiefs to Friday, and that way we get more information about the team from coaches and players. So join us Friday at 9.30 a.m. for Sports Beat Live with Herbie Teope, Sam McDowell, Sam Mellinger, and Vahe Gregorian and send along your questions and comments. Hey, thanks for listening and supporting the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City and helping us produce programs like Sports Beat We'll be back on Thursday with another episode.